This is the Wizard's Nightshirt Podcast, Episode 8. Welcome to the Wizard's Nightshirt. This is episode number eight. I'm Rebecca, and here with me are Will. Hello. And Scott. Hi. At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princes of Power. Today we're reviewing She-Ra, season one, episode four, Reunions. The air date was September 12th, 1985. And in this episode, Adam and Adora have a family reunion, but Hordak follows them home. As he does. There are lots of reunions in this episode. Have you ever had a family reunion, Will? We have. Have you ever been, yeah, we been have to one? Family reunions all the time, but we would treat uh, Thanksgiving as oh. a, a family reunion. Yeah. Is it really a family reunion if it's Thanksgiving? I thought the whole thing about a family reunion, it, ha- it has to be like specifically for the purpose of looking at each other. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it should be a different occasion. I feel like that that's cheating. That's yeah. just... Well, yours is... Yours you're is, collecting your as a holiday. Reun- your family is full of lies, Will. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that it's not a family reunion because because it's a holiday, but, I mean, you should have a separate time, like during the summer or something, you it know, whatever. It should be an effort. People should be stressed yeah, out yeah, about okay, it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. When you go to a family reunion, do you have to have a pep talk with your kids? Like, what are you concerned about that's going to happen at your family reunion? Do I have to have a pep talk with my kids? Yeah. Like when you get there, it's going to be a disaster if your kids don't share the Transformers mask or they have to eat their food or don't ask grandma about X, that kind of thing. Um, I I don't know. It's, it's not it's not usually that bad. My kids are still young, though, so it's not they're 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 pretty well behaved. Yeah. I'm the, the one the one family reunion that we do go to. It's at a lake where they have they have a a pond it's not a lake it's a pond on their <laughs> get property it right. okay yeah uh, it's not that big um but you know so you you have to interact with kids that you only see once a year and stuff like that so that's kind of unpredictable yeah and they don't have the same they don't have like scott rules so they might be oh might they be yeah some are wild yeah. yeah yeah you're just you're just like i know i know my kids and i know they're i know where they're at mm-hmm. but other kids now. Well, at least it's at a pond and not a lake, because Merman is master of lakes, <laughs> lake streams, and and fish. This is so, true, yeah. Yeah, so it's a pond, so you're probably safe from mermans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of reunions, um, in the context of the episode, I was very surprised and pleased to see that they answered some questions that we had earlier, namely, like, do Eternia and Etheria ever really interact? And so in this episode, we actually find out that. Hordak and Skeletor used to be like pals and they were in cahoots and then Skeletor was even Hordak's protege if you will at one point which I find very interesting. Yeah we were talking about why Skeletor doesn't have it together as much he hadn't had that much time he didn't really he had to start from scratch he didn't have a lot of resources to build on. Well he's had like 20 years has it been 20 years? Okay, he was a grown skeleton man when Adora <laughs> was kidnapped. He was a grown... He was even, like, elderly. He had an elderly bearing then. And so she's, like, what, at least 20 years old. She's 20 years old. 
So that oh, was 20 yeah, you years can, you ago. You can measure it in Adora's time. That's yeah. true. She did grow up like a human being, I'm pretty sure. And also, yeah, well, I mean, she's a twin, so as old as old as He Man is, right? So how, how, old, how, how old do you think He Man is? He-Man college is age? 55. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. He acts like he's like 50. <laughs> <laughs> He has he's fifty five with a twelve year old's haircut. <laughs> yes, they just they they had to keep the same bowl around. So <laughs> that's true. It's a it's a fifty five year old bowl. <laughs> Man at arms is the one that cuts his hair. He's like he's like his bowl cut's real good. <laughs> he's like, yeah, his, it's his good enough for me. A bowl cut. His helmet is a bowl cut. <laughs> yes, he believes in bowls. He, he just puts the helmet on and cuts his hair. I, I like they have like a like a family. I was like Prince Prince Adam. I've had this bowl in my family. Has been cutting man at arms grandpa's hair for two hundred years. Yeah, and another thing. It smells like stew. <laughs> <laughs> man at arms probably does smell like stew. If I had to imagine stew and gun oil. Yes. But like um, another thing that we see, not to get too far ahead of, of ourselves, but um, we see Man at Arms without a mustache in the flashback. Mm-hmm, yes. Which just shook my world to its core. I'm not sure how I felt about that. Well, it's, it's the same uh, way. Porter, that's, the, that's our <laughs> the, dog. The he dog is whining at together. Scott for petting. He can't stand Man at Arms without a mustache. <laughs> the, I yeah, couldn't either. Well, it was it's very, probably upsetting for kids when they saw the man-at-arms toy that also had no mustache it's like he had no power while he has no mustache okay well i did notice like the only reason that man-at-arms was not able to stop hordak from kidnapping adora all those years ago was because he didn't have a mustache he didn't have any power that's true and and the reason hordak was so successful is probably because he had his hair he had a mohawk yeah, he still had a good look going. He on. had a little mohawk. So, do we think that Hordak has gotten so elderly, like he lost his hair, now he has to have that cowl over his head? I'm wondering where the mohawk went because that was a good look. Doesn't he have it? Well, I just, I just wondered. Like he, he, he know. has, he has, he's like a robot now. He has, he has like a robotic arms and stuff like yeah. that that come out. Like, do you think he's like normal back then? Like he's, oh, he's, he's, he seems yeah. like he's just wearing the horde armor. Yeah. Like, do you think he like loses his arms at some point? Well, he was in, in the whole body. He's yeah. Like well, I mean, he can keep the center himself. part. He's like a Darth Vader. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, interesting. Maybe so. That's a good. So he point. needs the cow maybe to like breathe properly or something. Yeah. Well, um, you you know when the episode starts, you know this is the first time we get um. The new intro where Adora gets to tell her own story, right? Yeah, even though I was a little befuddled by they, how they felt the need to make it exactly mirror the intro in He-Man. I mean, I know they did that for parallelism and not art. But, um, and that's clearly why they did it. Mm-hmm. For art. I assume they do everything for art. This is art. <laughs> this is art. I'm going to draw some sparkles. It's going to be glorious. It's beautiful. Um, anyway... Uh, no, but her intro My is now... My little Goyle loves the unicorns. Um, I love... Here you go, sweetie. <laughs> I love all of the animation in She-Ra. Mm-hmm. Like, I've not, again, not to get too far ahead of us, of ourselves, um, right, talking about the episode here, but it's really funny because generally I found myself, like, when I watch a He-Man episode, I'll, like, watch it with, like, a bemused smile on my face mm-hmm. and then occasionally cackle. But, like, I'll watch the She-Ra episodes with, like, just, like, grinning like an idiot at how fabulous everything is. And that's really true. Like, I was watching it on the iPad, like, and it was really sunny, and so I caught, a refl- like, my reflection in it. And I was just grinning like a goober, like, the whole time because it's so colorful, it's so ridiculous, it's so 
unnecessarily emotionally complex, and I just love it. I That's just a love it. Point about it being unnecessarily emotionally complex. They have they they touch on a, a few like core a few core themes that you just can't resist. Like the whole family thing just really keeps you engaged. There were a, there were a few times I noticed I hadn't been taking any notes for a long time because I was so caught up in the story. Oh, also in the intro, just by the way, um, she, she mentions that there are only a few people who know her secret identity because, of course, they've just decided it needs to be a secret, although it doesn't really. I don't know why it needs to be a secret. They don't really say that. They don't explain why. But they say the few people who know her secret identity are Madame Raz, <laughs> um, Cowl, okay, I get it, and then someone called Light Hope, and yeah. I don't know who that is. Well, I rewound it because I thought that there was something wrong with the Netflix streaming or something, and Light Hope, as far as I can tell, is just a ribbon of light. That's what it looked like. It did a little acrobatics on it's, a little... I don't know what it was. It's like Zordon from the Power Rangers or something. Yeah, I'm not one sure. Did yeah, you catch I, that, Scott? I did. I don't know. I, I, I also felt like uh, um, Bo seems like an essential character. Yeah, they're and not going to tell like, Bo. He could be yeah. helpful. I, I, guess, I guess he's like... Um, uh, what's her name uh, from He-Man? Uh, the captain of the guard, Tila. Tila, mm-hmm. yeah. Which, by uh, by the way, I I did feel this time that like I'm like y'all need to tell Tila, y'all need to tell <laughs> Tila about he man. You're making her look like a fool. She's like the only one who doesn't know. Oh, there's uh, anyway. we can get into it and get the specifics, but there's a whole web of lies going on I know. because some people some people know about he man, some people know about Shira, some people know about Princess Adora, and some people don't. And there's an overlap between them, and there's going to be a lot of resentments and recriminations nations when all this stuff comes out it really will there's a lot of deception here it just can't end well <laughs> oh the other person is cowl who knows right he's yeah, like he's like yeah, yeah. orco um and also if madame raz knows you know that broom knows that broom definitely knows oh yeah she's such a gossip but then i guess Bo doesn't know because then he would tell glimmer and then she's an idiot so like i don't know that would be destructive but I, I I don't know. Can you imagine how wonderfully it would rally the rebellion if they're like, dude, we just found this awesome chick named She-Ra who is like the most powerful woman in the universe and she's got this sword and she's now the leader of your rebellion. And also she used to be Hordak's kidnapped kid. And so like, wouldn't that ever be like, okay, we're going to win now. But no, they're just like, it's a secret. I guess they're worried they'll sit on their laurels like uh, like they would in Eternia. It's like, He-Man he will show up. <laughs> that, is that the <laughs> whole problem? He'll take care of it. That's the whole problem with Eternia. He makes up his own powers. He has the power to grant himself <laughs> wishes. Why should we worry? I, that explains so much. Why do you need to fight? Why do you need to work? Because He-Man will do everything. Okay, so now that's why we can't know. All right, well, that explains everything. I'm satisfied. So it begins with He-Man and She-Ra discussing their shared background, right? There was emotional chatting at the beginning, understand. which is good. I, I like to make sure that we're all on the same page emotionally. Like, it, and he and he even said something that was like very brotherly and sage, like you know, like it's gonna take you some time to adjust to these <laughs> to these new, you know, facts of your life. Take some time, and I'm like, that's very complex for He-Man. Yeah, they really grew him up a little bit, but I will say it took him a while to get there. From the way I read it, I felt like He-Man wanted to recap because he was very upset that he wasn't going to get a new uh, girlfriend. 
Like when he started, he's like, he's like, he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you sure you're my sister? And she's like, he's like, yes, he man. That's what the sorceress told me. And then he pretty much says, give me that sword. <laughs> make the sorceress tell me that. Let's make let's make real sure. First of all, I never heard of you. This could probably work. I I kind of feel like when I was little. I mean, like, I guess we knew they were brother and sister, but I think that we much more naturally thought of them as, like, a romantic pairing. Because, mm-hmm. you know... They're the alpha couple. Yeah, it's a pairing alpha. It's like Beyonce and Jay-Z. <laughs> like, of, I mean, of their respective kingdoms. That's what I tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Incidentally, didn't you think it was hilarious uh, when Adora was expressing concern... Uh, to Prince Adam that like what if our parents don't like me and I'm like you have no idea how little they like <laughs> Prince Adam like you're going to look amazing in comparison yeah if you actually go to school and finish classes <laughs> it's like you were a captain of the entire guard did you hear that Adam you killed how many peasants I'm very <laughs> proud of you that shows dedication Adam if you kill eight peasants at least you'll have some gumption Ragnar probably when he oh, it's not Ragnar come Ray, on <laughs> when she goes in and talks to King Randor he's probably uh, good to meet you Adora I suppose you want my kingly credit card <laughs> <laughs> how many credits do you lack and she's like no father <laughs> yeah she's probably he probably thinks he's gonna come in and like Fa- father can I have some precious gems for the market <laughs> here you go <laughs> oh none of that from her <laughs> So you want to talk about the flashback a little bit? We talked about that uh, just a little bit, but uh, what were some of our favorite highlights that we saw? Maybe? I, I I enjoyed. Um, uh, is it uh, Queen Marlena? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Queen Marlena tossing Skeletor <laughs> after after he's like she's she's like uh, she's holding him, or he's holding her, mm-hmm. and and then she's just like no, and she's like just tosses him across the room, and you're like, well, where do they? I don't. I, don't, has, I just uh, don't. She was some of that NASA training. They did judo. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she is an astronaut. So yeah, maybe 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 she keeps in shape. It's just it's hidden under her her uh, her fluffy clothing or whatever. <laughs> My earthly gravity has given me great muscles on your planet. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> that is not. That is ridiculous. We still just can't keep talking as though this is real. Well, um, you know, I thought it was funny that um, Skeletor was his uh, little lackey. So, you know, uh, Skeletor was somebody else's beast man a long time ago. Yeah, he should be more compassionate to Beast Man. That's probably why he's always digging digging into Beast Man is because it 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 pains him and he's still got issues well, he needs to work. I out. mean, do, do you think Hordak? Oh, I'm assuming Hordak had the same relationship with him. Exactly. So that's the only way he knows. Maybe that's the only thing he knows. Aww. Oh, that's true. It's like his his abusive dad. He's yeah, just, yeah. He's the same so, way. So now he's turned into his dad. That's exactly right. <laughs> so that's so strange. So now Skeletor and Adora have something in common. That's exactly right. That's just. Oh, I want that in the news. Man. I know. Well, you know what? Like, I have some faith that we may explore these themes later because of the emotional complexity of the show. <laughs> Spe- I am here for it. Speaking of emotional complexity, did you see Hordak had a jetpack? Yeah. Uh, did you see his tanks? Then his tanks had a head that was his head? Yes, I did see that. That's I, do, I do enjoy all of his tanks and ships that have his head. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good look. <laughs> If you have the face of a robot pig, it's kind of a waste not to put it on everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're t- I mean, if you're that scary looking, you should just Tell put it on. Marketing to make 
keychains and koozies out of my face. Yeah, I think like even like the polo shirts in in Etheria, <laughs> instead of the little Lacoste like alligator logo or the or whatever that was, the, yeah. <laughs> it's just a little hordeck <laughs> on everything, casual clothing. Do you think it's his imp that that is on there? Like it's, his, it's oh, that's his for little... the kids. That's for the kids version, yeah. oh, the juniors. Okay. Right. That's on the little tennis <laughs> shoes and stuff. Yeah. On, on their child-sized smocks for laboring. <laughs> <laughs> All the people in Bright Moon are sewing together these Hordak polo shirts. <laughs> the Hordak heads for quality. All the evil kids are going to school wearing, wearing those shirts. Uh, <clears throat> the school uniforms look wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I also did enjoy when uh, Man at Arms went to um, to go to uh, Hordak's hideout after Skeletor told him where it was at. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's shaking his fist at him from down <laughs> below because that's what you just like. You're like, he looked young without his mustache, but then he did that and now he's just old again. Yeah, he, yeah, he was an old man at heart. He was always an old man. Yeah. That's too funny. And and so we find out that who, who's going to have the secret about uh, about Adora. Um, you, you notice that Orko is left out of that little triangle. It's Queen Marlena and the King and Man at Arms, the only ones who know that Adora was taken. But not Orko. But Orko knows about He Man. It feels like Man at Arms is going out of his way not to tell Orko. <laughs> what do you, you think, Orko? I don't think Orko was even there. Oh, he might not have been there yet, but he already knows the He-Man secret. I feel like Man at Arms could have told him. I told. I feel like he's eventually. Yeah, I feel like he's getting um well, some the, well, smug secret power out of not telling Orko. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could also see that, but I, I, I think at that point they had already forgotten about her because it's been twenty something years. <laughs> you think Man at Arms? No, I mean, not not, not forgotten, but like given up on finding mm-hmm. her because you know the. Sorceress explains that kind of. So what's the point of, of telling Orko? Yeah, it's like she's already gone, so why do I need to tell him? He doesn't need to tell Orko about his greatest failure. This is true, because <laughs> then Orko could use it against him. <laughs> That's right. So basically, we're all glad that we were not born into this family and then kidnapped from it. Because they, 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 well, they were like, well, we were looking for her, but we were on the wrong dimensions. Like, we checked all these other dimensions and it wasn't the correct one. Like, they just, and they're like, and then we just stopped and it was fine. And also, what if she's like Prince Adam? <laughs> exactly. And then Prince Adam was riding a dune buggy through the palace and we got annoyed <laughs> that day and then we just stopped looking. <laughs> one is enough, dear. Yeah. Well, I it's just, Matt, how, how many dimensions do you go through before you give up? Twelve? Yeah. I don't know. Is, is it more than that? Is it like 50 maybe? How easy is it to go to from one to another? Sorceress has got a few. Yeah. I yeah, know. I don't know. That's that's interesting. Like how much power and stuff like that does it actually take? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so we are ready to flash back to Etheria or you know, return to Etheria to see what's happening here. And we find out that uh Glimmer's mom is the queen of Bright Moon and her name is Queen Angela? Mm-hmm. Or if you're on growing pains, Angela. <laughs> Queen Angela. That's who's the boss. Who's the boss? Who's the boss? There we go. Angela's the boss. Samantha. <laughs> Actually, our friend, well, I had a friend who used to do that all the time. He would just go around saying that, like he would just do a Tony Danza and be like, Samantha, Angela, Jonathan. And it would just annoy my sister all the time. And it was funny. 
I don't know. There you go. We're back in Etheria now, and uh, Glimmer is there being Glimmer, and then Bo is there being Bo. Well, when he, Prince Adam brings everybody to the camp, I feel like he really should have warned them that he was going to bring Force Captain Adora, because for all he knows, they could be riding up, and Cowell could be whispering in Bo's ear, that's her, take the shot. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I, and I also feel like after they got there, they're like, he's like, she's good, and they're like, okay. Like, it's <laughs> like, uh, she's been part of the Horde for most of her life, so... The, the stranger who entered our lives two days ago says our greatest villain is fine, so... We're let's good, go ahead we're and, good, yeah. yeah. Well, we know the Rebellion is not terribly full of... of doers so i guess that's not too surprising we now have to get to the part that i am so excited to talk about okay because okay in my life i'm not really big on like joining clubs or organizations but man if there's one thing i want to be a part of i want to be one of the harpies of talon mountain <laughs> because that is amazing so glimmer's mom who's the queen of bright moon has been kidnapped queen by angela angela she's been kidnapped by hunga the leader of the harpies of Talon Mountain. And if that doesn't just roll off your tongue and make you just want to dance a joyous dance, then I just don't, I can't help you because that is amazing. There is nothing not amazing about that entire prospect there. Uh, again, again, that's another case of your name being your destiny. If your name is Hunga, you are destined to be the harpy who's in charge of Talon Mountain. Yeah, the leader of the harpies of Talon Mountain. You know, like, that's just, just it's a good title. It's... It's a good job, a lot of job security. If you're on a craggy mountain, you need to be part of a harpy clatch. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's just that's just amazing. And she's living her best life, and I'm so happy for her. I I, I really enjoyed the sounds of the harpies. Yeah. <laughs> it was just super creepy. Like, I don't know, I, I should do one, but I wouldn't do it justice. <laughs> it, it was very grating in raw... In, in, rakish rakish i don't know there's not a word there but it, it, no they were great noises i really did enjoy them and she was well. eating like a scummy orange and throwing the fruit at uh old dirty uh yeah, queen, you, Mar you queen can, uh, angela you can have orange peels <laughs> yeah you're straight up calling her angela <laughs> isn't it angela angela like, no 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 it's, it's like angela. she's angelic Oh my God! You have to, you have to respect her. How come Queen Angela has wings and Glimmer does not? Okay, this is the source of all of Glimmer's like uncoolness. Is because her mom is so cool and she can't measure up. It's uh -huh. like having Joan Crawford as your mom, <laughs> and so she Glimmer's just living like Mommy Dearest, and that's what's happening because her mom is poised, is the queen, can fly. She recalled her magnificent. When, yes, when she emerged from her, like, when she got the shackle taken off of her upon her rescue, like, um, and she was able to do her magic again, she straight up glittered, had her wings unfurled. I'm, like, knocking over my drink here. I'm so excited. Had her wings unfurled. She's, like, out of control at the bar. It's like, okay, she's talking about Shira. <laughs> her wings She's had enough. Cut her off. <laughs> her wings unfurled. You have to let me talk. Her wings unfurled. We know the story. Her wings unfurled. <laughs> we got it. We got it. That's so rude. That's so rude. And she like goes whoosh, and then 
She-Ra says, she's magnificent. And I'm like, she's saying what we're all thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and that made me, like, I thought it was so great that they actually included that in the dialogue. I'm sorry. Now I've got the giggles. <laughs> Where Shira looks at Queen Angela and says, she's magnificent. And I'm like, she's saying what we're all thinking. Mm-hmm. It was well, great. They deal with a lot of, like, uh, mother issues in this. I mean, it's hard not to notice that. No, it's definitely hard not to. So that was great. She was great. She's very regal. She has a magnificent bearing and, a, and an interesting voice. And she's not like Glimmer. He sounds like this. She's magnificent. Yeah, so Glimmer's never going to measure up to Queen Angela. Angela. And, um, yeah, they also have a pretty good uh, fight sequence there, uh, which which was really fun. Have we talked yet about Swiftwind and his voice? Oh, my God. I love Swiftwind. <laughs> well, he sounds a little deranged, but also incredible. I'm always shocked when I hear him because I you expect him to look like a, I don't know, rainbow-winged horse. But he sounds <laughs> like he's, like, been in the war zone or something right yeah i, yeah, I really oh i'm sorry scott Go no you're fine i i i i wholeheartedly agree you're just like where did that voice come from is <laughs> 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 you, you you kind of expect a little bit more um ethereal voice or something like mm-hmm. yeah and it's just like raspy and like yeah. hard ridden basically you think he would sound like prince adam like that's how he looks he looks like he would sound like prince adam but instead what comes out of his mouth is all of flying like he sounds <laughs> like he, he sounds deranged but then also he's just like so joyful and it's, it's contagious i think i think it gives uh shira confidence too because she's like me too when he says it so it's hard it's hard not to love swift wind he, he and Battle Cat probably would have a, a lot in common, I think. They're, they both seem like war vets or something. I feel he would be a really good um, role model for, for Cringer because Swiftwind is like, I'm always fabulous. Like, he's <laughs> not, he never has any confidence problems, so he could probably make Cringer feel better about himself. Can Swiftwind talk when he's not Swiftwind? Oh, that's a good question. Is he always Swiftwind? He just doesn't no, have wings. What's the, his name? His, his name Spirit mm-hmm. when he's not Swift Oh, Spirit. Wind? Okay, yeah. Okay, right, yeah. Right. So, but, it, but does he talk when he's Spirit? Oh, that's interesting because, as we'll talk about later, I think um, Skeletor's cat, Panthor, I think is just a regular animal. Maybe with high emotional intelligence, but also not vocal. Well, he can understand commands, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, I don't think he talks at all. Yeah, um, so I, I really did enjoy everything with Swiftwind, and he's the star of this show as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and I do love him. And um, <clears throat> I know this is a small detail, but I really did appreciate how um, She-Ra was, you know, she was riding the front and then He-Man was behind her, which is like a small thing, but, you know, he's he's confident in his masculinity. Like, he can ride behind his sister on a horse and, you know, like, as she gently guides Swiftwind through the sky, holding his little hair. Yeah, do you think he gets mad at that? Like, just, you know, you're pulling too hard. He's like, I understand, go right. You can just tell me. You can Wait just tell me. Wait yeah, into it. yeah, you don't have to pull my hair. You know he would not be shy about expressing his feelings, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and, do you, and talking about hair, you know, do, do you think that he, He-Man eats a lot of the She-Ra's hair at that point because they're flying so fast? It does. In the animation, it doesn't really show it. you think it would be like right in his face, though. He would have to. Can you use any 
barrettes, Shira? Yeah, <laughs> maybe a scrunchie. <laughs> Have you thought about a power tail? Tila has a nice updo. She can show you how. <laughs> that would be just French so braided. It won't bother me that much. Oh, I feel that eating hair would be preferable to like eating a lot of bugs which is i'm sure they oh would true be doing. there'd be some gross bugs it would be probably more in eternia than etheria oh, well yeah, i mean at that be. height though there wouldn't be that many bugs well like if they'd have birds smacking into them like well that's that. true yeah I mean, <laughs> or, or stratoses or wolf bats <laughs> stratos people are up there like you guys are <laughs> thick as thieves up here get out of the way exactly yeah and she was like, "He man, can you tell Prince Adam not to eat forty burritos before you get on the horse with me?" <laughs> it's swift wind. <laughs> at, le- le- at least the wind's going backwards, so it's not it's not too bad. <laughs> That's true. Um, I also want to talk about how during the action sequence, He Man is the biggest little kid in the world and has the best little kid idea I've ever heard, which is let's cross swords. That sounds like such a playground thing to do. I, I thought that was great when he had the idea for them to cross swords to deflect a magical beam. I was like, yep, no, that's good. That works. That's teamwork, guys. Yeah, there's another example of He-Man just making up on his own powers. <laughs> that is the wishful fulfillment where he's, he's thinking, I was right about super breath. I'm sure I'm right about crossing swords with my mysterious sister. Definitely. After the fight in rescuing Queen Angela, whom uh, Shira tells us is <laughs> magnificent. Keep calling her Angela. It is Angela. It's Angela because she's angelic and magnificent, well, and ooh, she's la, magnificent. La, Queen Angela turned into Queen Angela. I'm saying it right now, right? <laughs> Angela. Angela is just a lady, okay? Angela is the queen of Bright Moon. You need to respect her. <laughs> well. uh... He-Man and She-Ra are ready to go back to Eternia so Adora can meet her parents and not disappoint them, right? Yes, and she's very concerned about that. It's like, I, I, I don't know why she would ever feel like she would be concerned because, you know, you, you've been gone for 20 years and that, that, that was your, you know, that, that was their kid. Like, why would you be worried about, like, them not wanting you? Like, I don't know. She did seem awfully concerned about that, which I thought was silly, too. And then I guess it was to show children that it's okay to be uncertain. Well, it certainly works better than cringer. <laughs> like, oh, I hate when he does that. <laughs> That's just straight up abuse to cringe. <laughs> At least she had something on the healthy emotional spectrum, you, you know, of self-doubt. You know what I think she wrote, our, our Adora was probably thinking about was all the real bad stuff she did in the Fright Zone. She's probably like, they're going to find out about some really <laughs> nasty stuff I was responsible for. I put a lot of people in a lot of tubes that went to a lot of bad places. She would have had to, right? Oh, yeah. well, uh, well, she was gone. She said she was gone. She she never was really there. She did mostly training. Yeah. yeah. But she, so, led, she probably led a lot of raids into towns i bet she got mantena and catcher to go take over a few towns well that's true yeah i i, I yeah I, I could see that like she she would be doing more stuff and not actually seeing like she she would be just taking care of bad people that <laughs> she would think would be bad people but they're they're not at all and uh you know or she was in charge of like slave camps or something like that and those were rebels so you know something something bureaucratic yeah although she did a lot of she did a lot of 
training in the fright zone for it to get to get her hands dirty. And she didn't know the extent of the evil, so maybe they tried to shield her from it because they were like, "Oh, the evil won't take." That's you probably know? true. And then she has to stay close to Shadow Weaver to do her finger waggling at her or whatever. I don't know. Who knows? But the the takeaway is there's there's no way that the king and queen won't be delighted to see her. And then um, as they go into Eternia, um, Hordak is able to follow them because he's like, oh, it's a dimensional gate or like whatever. And um, he's able to go back to Eternia for like the first time in forevs. Oh, and you didn't even say how he got back there. He turned into a rocket. That was amazing. <laughs> he has a little bit of the power, or the He-Man wish fulfillment powers, I guess. Or this is a new thing he can do. Yeah, I mean, he's just changing anything he wants. So obviously, this his his whole body is just one big robot, or he just has a brain or something because he just turns into a turns into a rocket and then flies. And then I like how he after he gets there, he crashes. He's like, ah. I got to do better with my rocket form. Yeah, I'll say we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Like, I don't use it that much, so I, I'm really bad at it. Well, he, it was kind of neat to see that um, he was really disturbed about Adora leaving. You pick up a little bit on that emotional storyline. He seemed like really disturbed and not just on principle. No, well, I mean, you, you, I mean, I, I could see that like having, it's like his daughter. Maybe he could never have a, a daughter because he's a robot. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and then so uh, now that we get to the, the beautiful reunion among the royal family members, um, we actually see Man-at-Arms shed a tear. <laughs> and he said something like, um, by the ancients, it's her. Did your Netflix mute him saying by the ancients? It was the weirdest thing. He, he, uh, his mouth was moving, but they cut out him saying that and rewound it to make sure it wasn't a streaming issue or anything. And I was wondering if the uh, they felt uncomfortable broadcasting that. But then the king said something about the ancients later, so I thought that was really interesting. No, it was probably just a fluke. Yeah, but I did notice that that, that yeah that that clipped out there. We just pretend that Man at Arms was saying like a stream of profanities. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's, there's also other things too, like the animation cells. They look dirty at and earlier in the or yeah. maybe it was a He Man episode or something like that. And it's just like yeah, I just don't think they cared that much when they when they went back and remastered them or didn't remaster them and just put them on there, you know. <laughs> so if it, if it, if the audio accidentally cut out, it, it would just be a thing. That 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 makes as much sense as anything for this show to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then here again, we I'd like I'm just so upset for Tila because she's like, Who's that? She's like not in on it. And I'm like, guys, we need to tell Tila stuff. This is critical to her job. Like she She's needs in charge to know. of castle security. Yeah. There's all these strangers coming in and coming out. She needs to know. Also, right? there's a new uh female with lots of uh uh fighting training and stuff she's probably worried about her job yeah she's part of the she's part of the royal family tila's probably worried about getting edged out hashtag tell tila tt and and uh tila i'm just getting frustrated i need to see tila start doing some stuff we could talk more about that another time but i'm just ready for her to get that snake armor the action figure had i'm just real upset for tila i think i think she's underused yeah i agree she'll get there there's a lot of episodes (laughs) did you feel like on king randor's face 
that he his he was like he just got a pit in his stomach when she showed up like oh what's she gonna ask for <laughs> prince adam's like it's like uh adora you want to go get your pump on what's your one rep max <laughs> let's go eat five thousand calories <laughs> well yeah she's she's got a you know she's she's got some muscles to feed too she got to feed the beast. She's going to have to make a lot of that spiced bread with both of them around. You're a slim gal. You eat, what, 5,000 calories a day? <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> and then um, I, I do love that we also, at the end of this episode, get a scene between Hordak and Skeletor um, where they have a little confrontation because Hordak has to go to Snake Mountain and, you know, see what's up. Yeah, that's a fun little encounter where it's like magic versus tech and he's shooting him with his staff and Hordak's turning his arm into various laser shooting things. And that was pretty funny that Skeletor at one point drops some rocks on type of Hordak and his first guess is that now Hordak's been transported to another dimension. <laughs> what do you mean? You just dropped rocks on him. Why is that the first thing you thought of? Yeah. It was wishful thinking. I was, I was totally confused by that. Like he like killed him and then sent him back? Or like, I, yeah, it, it was very confusing. But I did like that he turned into a, in a, into a drill and then came up right underneath him. And, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. He it was like he was a Ninja Turtle villain or something. That was awesome. And then um, I also love that Skeletor is just completely oblivious to everything going on because he has the best reaction. I know. When, I... when Hordak tells him, he's like, hey, you know, Adora, they got her back to Eternia and I got to go get her or just something to that effect. Like, you know, Adora has escaped to Eternia. And Skeletor goes, what? <laughs> I'm so glad I wrote that too. I wrote that. Yeah. What? what? Just like so dismissive, and it just cracked me up. He was not interested. Like not even like he did not ask for any more details. I think he just woke up or had a lot of Ambien when they went and talked to him. Because <laughs> <laughs> at one time too, Hordak was saying something, and Hordak, and Skeletor looks blank, and then he goes, "It's stupid." <laughs> <laughs> He's like how you wish you could be at a party, you know. <laughs> Somebody's talking to you and you're not really interested in it. What? 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 <laughs> and that's a cliffhanger, right? We just leave on an ominous show. Uh, well, ominous they, show well, they, 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 they're joining forces now. Yeah, yeah, you're oh, right. right. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so they, 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 they're, fr- they're frenemies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Tell uh, hashtag Tila hashtag Hordak Skeletor frenemies. Frenemies. <laughs> Yeah. Freemonies, Queen Angela. <laughs> Skeletor, there's this Queen Angela. What? What? <laughs> and Skeletor's going to agree to do it just to get him to leave his house. Uh, he's ready for his nap. It's like the party that won't go home. <laughs> I'll help you find your cell phone, then you must leave. Yeah, I've got work tomorrow. Did you leave it on vibrate? <laughs> This is gonna. It. This is gonna take a while. <laughs> Let me call it, Hornack. Have you thought about maybe it's in the cushion? Silence! That's a stupid <laughs> idea, Beast Man. <laughs> so it, it sounds like we got a pretty positive impression of this episode. Do we want to get about a rating of any? any type i'm scared to say mine because i'm just i i don't know where i can go from here 
Yeah, it's hard until we've seen the whole five-episode arc wrap to know where this should rank, but it was very good. I'm going to give it... This is this is crazy. I'm okay. going to say 4.7 out of 5. Okay. Because there was hardly any Madame Rez, and there were great things happening, and I was just grinning the whole time. But I, I want to go higher, but I don't even know. It might get even better than this. Well, you can't have retroactive scores. You better commit. We're going to... 4.7. 4.7. 4.7. Angela's out of five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hordak turned into a drill and a rocket. Swift Wind said something crazy. There were harpies. Man at Arms didn't have a mustache. We got the flashback with Lil Skeletor. I will say... I'm going to go 4.6. Angela's. Scott. Okay. All right. So I'm 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 going a little bit higher than both of you. Wow. And the only reason I took off point two <laughs> points is because we didn't see Hordax uh, a layer. Uh, yeah. True. So so true. I'm I'm going with four point eight. I think it's a fair score. Angela's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And just because I all, all the stuff you guys listed, it was just it was a really really good episode. And you got backstory, you got you explained a lot of stuff that happened probably that you didn't learn in He-Man, <laughs> and you've been waiting how many years to learn that Skeletor was part of the Horde at yeah. one point. Really? What if, what if he still has that just... Horde armor somewhere? That's the best part of being in the Horde. Well, he didn't have it before, so probably Yeah, he didn't not. have it before. Evil Land, look at this! <laughs> 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 no, he's in the light. <laughs> She's like, those are twenty years old. Those are rusty. Take them off. <laughs> they don't. They don't fit anymore, Skeletor. Sure, they do. <laughs> and now a few production notes. You can connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or on our website at www.thewizardsnightshirt.com. And of course, you can download us on iTunes, where you can also leave us a review. Reviews help people find the podcast so it can grow. Please sign up for the newsletter through our Facebook page or website, and we can let you know when new episodes are out. Finally, if you have a question or comment for the show, please email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. Thanks. We appreciate your support. That's our show for today. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember that twin swords are better than no swords. The baby I took from Randor, Princess Adora. What? <laughs>